Welcome to the Third Generation Networking Podcast with your hosts, Debbie and Greg Peters. Welcome back to another episode of the Third Generation Networking Podcast. I'm Greg Peters, the Reluctant Networker, and with me, as always, is my co-host, my mom, the networking guru, Debbie Peters. Hi, Mom. Hi, Greg. Sorry I'm yawning. I didn't <laughs> sleep very well last night. Oh, no. I had these crazy, 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 crazy dreams. Really? And yeah, one of them was, and this is probably TMI, so close your ears, Greg, if you don't want to okay. hear this, but I kept dreaming that I had to go to the bathroom. And I would, you know, I was out with a group of people. I don't know exactly who they were, but I would find a place to go to the bathroom. Be like, and then as soon as I was done, I had to go more again. And th- this happened like four times in my dream. And of course, I think, you know, I have a bladder infection. And, and finally, I woke up because I had to go to the bathroom. Bathroom, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's probably so good that you, you weren't. Su- <laughs> you probably good that you weren't successful in your dream. I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was like, did I pee? <laughs> <laughs> All right, enough of that. Got to bleep some of this stuff out. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this time we're going to be talking a little bit about something that's probably going to be uh, getting foremost in people's minds once again. And that is how to actually produce an effective in-person networking event. I think we've all gotten a little bit used to being zoomed in on things, but uh, we are starting to get a little bit more of the in-person events. And it's possible over the last two years that some of us have forgotten how to run them well. So uh, let's let's go ahead and dive into that. I mean, uh, now, now we're not talking about kind of logistics of it. We're not talking about uh, finding a good location or finding a good... No. Because, you know, every networking event variable will have a different location requirement. So you're going to find your location. We'll, we'll leave that up to you. <laughs> and, and then, you're, you know, you're going to decide how many people am I going to invite. Again, it's based on the type of event you're having. So if it's a general open house, you'll probably be inviting a lot more people. If it's a VIP event, it, you know, it might be a more exclusive list. Uh, for us, one of our networking events that we used to have was our networking graduations mm-hmm. after our classes got done. So those were certainly an in-person networking event, and that was kind of a moderate size. So the size and the location are all going to be based on what you're trying to you know, achieve, and you can do that without our help. <laughs> so what are we talking about? Well, we're talking about, um, so when you invite people to your event, either it's your space or someone else's space, what is it that you're trying to achieve? And, you know, why are you inviting people? So I would guess that you want to invite people, first of all, let's pretend it's, you know, you're inviting them to an open house for your, maybe your new event, a new facility or whatever, and you want to show off, but mm-hmm. you want them to remember you. And the best way to have people remember you is to make them feel comfortable and like, oh, I'm so glad I went to that event. So you've got to have, a goal in mind as to what is it that you're trying to achieve. And for me, it would always be, how can I make the people that I've invited to this business event feel like they're coming to my house for a party? Okay. So it's it's kind of like what we talked about with networking all along anyway, is it's, it's about uh, a personal connection. It's not just business. So yeah, it's not just inviting a whole bunch of people and let them you know, move around like bees in a hive. Okay. They're, they're not supposed <laughs> to just be milling around. So what can we do to make people comfortable and engaged and feel like they are a respected guest? Yeah. So the first thing you can do is post someone at the door 
that they're coming in and you know a welcome person that says hey i'm so glad you came today this is really great and you know we're we're just so excited and happy to have you here so act like you know number one that you knew they were coming yeah <laughs> and number two that you recognize them even if you don't <laughs> And that's, that's kind of nice because that way, you know, that, that person almost acts as the immediate host so that they can, yeah. they can say, you know, come on in the coat rack is right over there. And I, I know that with uh, national speakers association, uh, we used to have ours at uh, our meetings at Weber's Inn, and one of our members, Kathy Beatty, I mean, she volunteered for this regularly because it was often hard to find exactly which ballroom we were in. Oh, yeah, sure. She would station herself right by the front door to the hotel so that as people came in, she could direct them right where they needed to go because otherwise they're walking through the halls. Yeah, yeah, that's so important. And, you know, and and if you're in a a hotel like that, you might even say, uh, if you're interested in where the restrooms are, you know, because a lot of times maybe people are at the end of their day and they need to refresh in themselves or, do like I did in my dream, um, whatever. <laughs> See, there was a reason for this. Greg. Oh, I didn't think that was coming back. Okay. <laughs> but, you know, it just, it's putting people at ease so that they feel comfortable and they can relax a little bit. And um, also, depending again on your goals, you should have a follow-up goal already thought about what you're going to do. If you want to get back to people, you have to have their contact information. Now, if you've invited them, you probably have it. But um, it's a good idea either to maybe have a sign-in sheet or even easier, have a basket or a box that you can collect business cards. And then you can always have a giveaway, which is fun too, that, you know, or a couple giveaways um, that people, it's, it's an easy way to kind of bring things to an end so that people know, okay, it's time to go home <laughs> if well, they're having too much fun. What you're saying about with the sign-in table, I mean, that's that's a good place to have name tags. Uh, yes. I always love it. You know, yeah, we've got our own name tags, our nice lighted ones and everything. But on those occasions when I don't have one or, you know, before we actually started getting these, it was nice to walk in and have a name tag waiting for me so that, you know, we, we had our, our episode on name tags a few, a few months or a few weeks ago. And having that available immediately is such a wonderful thing. It makes it easier for us to connect as guests. You know, I, I forgot about this until you started talking about it, but I was at an event, this was a couple of years ago over in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. And um, it was not the chamber. It was not the Rocky River chamber because they would never do this. Okay. But, <laughs> but uh, and it shall remain nameless, but they did have name tags. Okay. They were printed up in advance. So they, you know, they knew who was coming. There was an RSVP and they were on address labels. What? You mean those little tiny ones? Like, uh-huh, 30, like 30, three quarters of an inch tall? Yeah, 30 <laughs> to a page. And the font size was about 10. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, props for, for at least being recognizing that you need name tags. <laughs> and not only did they put first name, last name, but also they put the company or, you know, organization name on that name tag too. So, um, so, so yeah, 10 point font, you're basically squinting at each other's chests, right? Yeah. <laughs> try, try not to be too obvious. <laughs> so yeah, think about name tags that are big and large font if you're going to print them up in advance. And you know what? I don't care what people's last name are. I would prefer just a first name and if you have to put a company on, great, put it on. But, you know, make that first name be large font. So it's easy for people to go out and talk to each other. The one, you know, I've seen ones also where they have the, the first name 
large yeah. and then they yeah. have the, you know underneath it in smaller font the, the name yeah. of the company name and that's that's I, I think that's fine um but but yeah at least the first name in real big letters <laughs> so. yeah in fact uh we just did we just gave a bunch of name tags to um the national exchange club for one of their regional meetings and so that's what they did they put first name in large font and then last name in smaller font because these hmm. people are coming in from from various spots in the U.S., so they don't know each other. So it is maybe important in that instance to have a last name, so that you know they can kind of get back to each other in the future. You know, in some ways, it acts as a it, it acts as a uh, conversation starter too. They say, yeah. "Oh, I, I see you're from the you know the Ohio chapter or whatever." So. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So what else do we need? Um, so if you are, I think you also need to have a, a like a volunteer group that will once people get in the door once the guests get in the door that they can come up and say hi i'm so glad you're here let me take you in and you know introduce you to a couple people uh, you know i'll take you to the bar so you know where that is or i'll take you to the food whatever that is so that you're bringing people into the group and um, you need to have an orientation for those people so okay. they know what to do now the orientation can be two minutes long you know, but you need to share with them what your vision is of what you want them to do. And I can give you an example of this. Um, and, you know, our friend Kristen Meyer of the Mommy Chamber is so wonderful in everything she does. So um, every year the chamber sponsors uh, an awards ceremony called Hometown Heroes, where, mm. you know, people who do a really a lot of good for mommy are recognized. It's teachers, coaches, the citizen of the year, company of the year. Uh, and so it's a very prestigious event. A lot of people come to it, you know, a lot of friends and, and family come to it. So when people, there's a group of, of volunteers that are at the door to welcome people. And then Kristen wants them to take those people to their seats because there's probably at least 30 tables. And so they say, you know, they're, they're, when they when they uh, stopped at registration, seventeen. Yeah, they got a name. <laughs> so she wants the volunteers to lead them very nicely to their tables. It's just you know a nice thing to do. So um, I was volunteering last year, and evidently the as with anything, as when you verbally give instructions on you know this is what I want you to do on the fly. People hear it, but then interpret it differently. Mm. And so what was happening was the volunteers were saying, would you like me to take you to your table? Ah. Uh. And people were saying, no, I can find it myself. So that little nicety of, you know, let me escort you to your table was eliminated. Mm. Okay. I can see how that, yeah, you, you want to make sure that the people who are representing you are representing you the way you want it to be done. Yes. Yeah, um, and that that kind of actually it reminds me of a, an event that I attended. Oh gosh, must have been 15, 20 years ago now. Uh, it was part of the Ann Arbor Chamber, and it was they had a it was one of those member uh, spotlight type events where they host a party in their in their offices, and it was a uh, it was a, a IT firm. And my uh, dear friend of mine, her name is Re Rebecca Lopez. Chris, she worked there as sort of the marketing director. And she was kind of the, the person who organized this whole thing. Mm -hmm. And she organized it to a fair thee well. I mean, the, it was great food, of course. Uh, but she also, uh, she all of the staff were in 
in uh, identical t-shirts so you knew who was on staff and she had obviously given them very clear and direct instructions that they were not to be standing there talking to each other they were to be circulating around talking to the people that coming in gave them instructions on how to you know give tours and everything i mean it was a very well done and it made you feel comfortable i mean i i still remember obviously 15 20 years later i still remember that as one of the marvelous events of being a part of the cha the chamber mm -hmm. So, so that brings up the next point is if if you um, have staff, no, you know, tell them no clumping. <laughs> <laughs> they cannot stand together. Mm -hmm. They must be stand alone and they must actively reach out to their guests as opposed to just standing there and waiting for people to come up to them. I hadn't thought about everyone wearing the same you know, shirt color, but that, I mean, if it's appropriate, yes, do that or wear something that makes them stand aside a beanie, beanie with a, a, a <laughs> color on top, whatever. Well, and, and this can hold for things like, uh, you know, uh, I know with NSA, we've got a board. Um, yeah. Board members, and in my opinion, board members should not be sitting at the same table. No. You need to spread out. You need to be there. You need to be accessible to the people who are also attending. I mean, and, and quite often board members do have some sort of indication of, of who they are so yeah well and um unless your networking event that you're throwing is uh, a lunch or a dinner mm. i recommend that um sit down tables and networking <laughs> <laughs> and if you think about it if you go to a chamber lunch you know like a half an hour beforehand everyone's up and talking and everything and then whoever's running it says all right everybody shut up and sit down <laughs> and <laughs> That's the I don't idea. Hear it to just, say it quite like that, but yes, no. that would be effective. <laughs> <laughs> but if you think about it, the networking stops, and that's the goal of the sit down. Right. So, um, if you have uh, you're having a networking event where there's not a meal involved, you may have finger food or something like that. Um, instead, and you don't, and you are ordering tables, order bistro tables. Mm -hmm. You won't have to order chairs. But still, you give people the um, space to put their drink down or if um, food, if you have it, so that, you know, they can shake hands or they can get their business card out, whatever that is. Um, because if you sit down, it just it's death to networking. I agree. All right. So what else do we need to do? So we've got, we've got this wonderful event. We've got, you know, the staff is all doing what they're supposed to be doing. They've got the, the bistro tables. What else do they need to do? Well, um, if, if one of your goals obviously is specifically to get back to people in some way, some specific way, whether it's hopefully not just email back to them with a template that says, hi, thanks so much for attending. Mm -hmm. It's better than nothing, but um, to either divide up the names among the staff so the staff can all call five people and say, hey, I'd like to get together with you. Thanks so much for coming. Uh, whatever it is, is the goal why are you having this and if, are you just, I mean if it's just to showcase your location I guess that's okay and you don't have to get back to people but um, have some way so that when people are leaving you can say we'll be reaching out to you I hope you had a great time and so you, you have um, you're letting them know that they were that their presence was valued to you and you would like to continue with it. Mm. Yeah, I know we uh, we used to do that um, with the uh, with NSA because we used to have the board meeting immediately afterward. Uh, mm -hmm. We would literally all sit down and have uh, thank you notes 
and we would write out thank you notes to all the guests who came. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so you know, if, if you'd obviously, if you'd sat next to that person or chatted with them, that was the one you grabbed, but in, we wanted to make sure everyone was appreciated and acknowledged for coming to, to visit us. Yeah. Um, also, if you're, uh, if you have a formal, formalized event where you're, you know, spending a, 10 minutes talking, whatever that is, uh, and it's a large event, make sure you have a microphone, even though you think that you can talk loudly, because mm-hmm. most um, most event places are loud and can, or are loud and carnivorous, so that they're hard to hear if you don't have a microphone, even yeah. though you think you speak loudly. Um, so um, just be thinking of all those things that will make it so that others can hear you, they're happy to be there, they feel welcome, all that good stuff. And they can see your name tag. <laughs> Excellent. Yes. Yeah. No, I know what you mean. Uh, we have a saying at the among the speakers that if you're straining your voice, you're straining their ears. Yeah. So. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, have we got everything covered? You think that uh, people I need think to know? So. At least I as far know. as I mean, they yeah, they still got to figure out what whether they want to have the chicken or the beef. But <laughs> yeah. other than that, well, one one thing on food. Yeah. Have it be finger food and not messy yes oh yes we don't need a knife and a fork and a plate when you're networking I, that, that's just not good <laughs> in fact i tell people who go to these events uh to hold the plate in your right hand and eat with your left because you can then transfer it over shake hands with a clean hand <laughs> yeah rather than licking it off or you know wiping it off your shirt <laughs> yes Okay, so on that note, yeah. <laughs> um, thank you all for tuning into our program today. Uh, if you enjoyed it, please do comment on our Facebook pages. The information is in the episode notes. We would love to hear about your experiences with uh, going out to in-person networking events and what you have found that works for you as far as making you feel welcome. Uh, we would, if you'd like to hear more, of course, we do come back every single week. So do subscribe. And until next time, go out and make some great connections. Talk to you later, mom. See you, Greg. Bye-bye. Bye. You've been listening to the third generation networking podcast with your hosts, Greg and Debbie Peters. If you'd like to learn more about our new virtual training programs, go to connectnation.com.